Hello and welcome to the 20 Questions Podcast with Marysville Church of Christ. My name is Bishop Darby, and I'll be your host today. Today's question is phrased in a very unique way, and so I'll do my best to try to give it justice. The question, as it was asked to me, was, Can I worship with someone I disagree with? Can I worship with someone I disagree with? But this is really reflecting on a greater problem of division. The question of, should I divide from a person that maybe theologically I don't align with? When is it okay to accept and when do I have to to walk away? And all of those questions are worth asking. But I'd like us to start answering in John chapter 17. One of the last prayers we have recorded by Jesus Christ says this, I am not praying only on their behalf, but also on behalf of those who believe in me through their testimony, that they will all be one, just as you, Father, are in me, and I am in you. I pray that they will be in us, so that the world will believe that you sent me. The unity that Jesus is praying for is the unity of all believers, that the world could look at the church and see a body of unity that stands together, that isn't fractured. And as I look out on the landscape of 21st century Christianity, my heart breaks because we're not there. We're not in a world where the church is unified. And we're not looking out on a landscape that's crystal clear but rather one that's fractured in a million pieces. So what do we do in the face of so much division? And what do we do in the face of so much theological diversity? How do we respond? Well, look at Romans chapter 16. Romans chapter 16, beginning in verse 17. Paul, at the end of his letter, writes this, I urge you, my dear family, to watch out for those who cause divisions and problems, contrary to the teaching you learn. Avoid them. People like that are serving their own appetites instead of our Lord, the Messiah. They deceive the hearts of simple-minded people with their smooth and flattering speeches. Your obedience, you see, is well known to all. So I am rejoicing over you. But I want you to be wise when it comes to good and innocent when it comes to evil. I want you to be wise when it comes to good and innocent when it comes to evil. In this passage, Paul desperately uh, begs these people to avoid those who cause division. Because those who cause division will destroy the church. In Romans 14, just a couple chapters earlier, we see an example of those kinds of people. People who disagree on things like eating vegetables or idol meat. And Paul writes that we all have to give an answer. And he says this in Romans chapter 14, verse 4, Who do you think you are to judge someone else's servant? They stand or fall before their own master, and stand they will, because the master can make them stand. In this analogy Paul is giving, he says that we all are servants of one master, God, and it is not our place to judge another, because they will have to stand before the Lord. They will have to stand. To their master. In in, uh, Matthew chapter 7, Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, 
Jesus very clearly says, do not judge. You remember how he follows it? And you won't be judged. You'll be judged, you see, by the judgment you use to judge others. You'll be measured by the measuring rod you use to measure others. Why do you stare at the splinter in your neighbor's eye but ignore the plank in your own? Jesus himself reinforces this idea of judgment, that we as Christians are to live free of judgment, live free of division. See, it is not our responsibility to be the arbiter of truth. It is Christ's responsibility to be the arbiter of truth. Nor is it our responsibility to fracture the church. That's Satan's objective. It is our responsibility to live in the truth as we interpret it, to study the scriptures with the guidance of the Holy Spirit and his wisdom, and to make the decisions we think is best for us, to worship in the way we find most accurate to scripture, to be involved in church communities that most relate to our theologies, constantly open-minded, inquiring to make sure we are correct, making sure that we are interpreting things correctly, listening to those around us to ensure that they, like iron sharpens iron, they sharpen us. But at the end of the day, if we disagree on a theological principle, it's not our responsibility to judge them, nor is it our responsibility to divide from them, to call them outcasts or to exclude them from the title Christian. Rather, it is our responsibility to express our differences to understand our diversity, but try to find unity anyway. There are many brothers and sisters in Christ all across the United States in a variety of different denominations that I may truly disagree with. But if they come to me, I'll pray with them. And I will throw an arm around them and I will call them brother or sister in Christ. Because it is not my responsibility to make the judgments on others. So I'm going to leave that to God. Can we worship with someone we disagree with? Yes. Can we call someone we disagree with a brother in Christ? Yes. Can we find unity despite our diversity? Yes. Because God calls us to unity, not to uniformity. As always, God bless you and go with God.